From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to this special edition of In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Yes, I am your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks, also your tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. Well, apparently, and I hope everybody did have themselves a great uh, Memorial Day weekend, and whatever you did, but just remember for those who made the ultimate sacrifice for freedom, they should never be forgotten, and the fact that we only have one day that celebrates them, well, you make the best out of it, and that's the most important part, but as... Well, you, as many of you have heard, over the Memorial Day weekend, Joe Biden and speak, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy apparently came up with a debt ceiling deal. Now, when I mentioned it yesterday on our Memorial Day special, this is one of those situations where it's going to kind of depend on what your point of view is. And, and I know that kind of sounds wishy-washy, but I said then, let's wait and see what the House Freedom Caucus has to say on this. And apparently they did not hold back anything. In a press conference earlier today, the House Freedom Caucus pretty much expressed their feelings and their thoughts and didn't hold back on what this deal really has and why they as i kind of figured they wouldn't they didn't they weren't going to support it because in their minds in that their point of view uh mccarthy just pretty much threw them and the american people under the bus and it's no different uh than the usual swamp business that dc is renowned for but one thing I that's one point of view but I have to admit after some 90 plus days of refusing to negotiate they did get Biden to the negotiating table which some people would see that as a victory uh for uh the for the Republicans but it's not much of a victory if you get the guy who refused to negotiate to the negotiating table and you roll over like a puppy dog looking for a belly rub and putting all kinds of nonsense out there and adding trillions more dollars to the national debt. Well, anyway, uh, the, con the press conference held by the House Freedom Caucus this morning uh, started out with its chairman, Congressman Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, and apparently he came out swinging. And I mean seriously swinging. Just check it out. Uh, with a powerful negotiation position of a unified Republican Party, not only just in the House, but in the House and the Senate, to hold the line for the bill that we passed. 
this deal that we've heard about totally fails to deliver on all of it. If you want to get into the details, let's just start with the IRS. 80, you know, 87,000 new IRS agents, all the billions of dollars, $1.4 billion cut leaving the balance. The balance to be used by the IRS immediately, starting at this moment, continuing in that at this moment, continuing on for the duration of this presidency. Four trillion dollars at least, an unlimited debt ceiling increase. Unlimited. Unlimited debt ceiling. And oh, by the way, puts the incoming president, whether that's Joe Biden or whether that's a Republican, having to deal with it in a lame duck session. Absolutely and completely unacceptable. Trillions and trillions of dollars in debt for crumbs, for a pittance, every single thing. Take the student debt bailout, the student loan forgiveness, Biden forgives, you pay. None of that changes. Take, take the, uh, the assault on American energy with the uh, so-called Inflation Reduction Act. All of those subsidies killing American energy, continued unbridled. The permitting reform, all it does is seeks to increase and impose more of the Green New Deal faster on the American people. Faster. Now, at least, at least $4 trillion in debt for nothing from the strongest position a Republican has had generally and certainly our elective lifetime here and generally probably since we've been paying attention to politics. The Speaker himself, the Speaker himself has said on numerous occasions, the greatest threat to America is our debt. And now is the time to act. We had the time to act. And this deal, this deal fails, fails completely. And that's why these members and others will be absolutely opposed to the deal, and we will do everything in our power to stop it. Okay. I think that's uh, pretty clear. Certainly very unambiguous. Uh, as far as the feelings of Congressman Perry and the other members of the House Freedom Caucus. This is pretty crazy. And, and in some cases, it gets uh, even stickier because one of the members of the Freedom Caucus, Congressman Dan Bishop of North Carolina, became the first House Republican to publicly approve of forcing uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy out of his position over the debt ceiling deal that he reached with Biden. Now, there are going to be some pretty... Uh, I mean, I knew there was going to be a whole lot of angry uh, members of the House because they really feel that McCarthy and whoever was part of his negotiating team, especially this Congressman Patrick McHenry. I don't know what state he's from, but I've heard his name mentioned by several people as someone who would pretty much actively undermine any decent deal. Now, as I've said, depending upon your perspective, this was either a good, it was either wins for Republicans, wins for, wins for Democrats, but this is why on inblackandright.net, our website, I have the entire bill. Uh, it's available for download. You can read it for yourself. 
and you can decide was it a good thing or a bad thing. Now, uh, Congressman Perry was very specific, you know, going into details. The Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't reduce inflation at all, the green energy subsidies for the Green New Deal, what it's doing to the American energy industry, and the cost of energy for consumers. Oh yeah, it's a great deal. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So no, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of this and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to make life so stinking di difficult because we literally and figuratively cannot afford to spend like crazy. The House passed a bill and the Senate came up with nothing. And so this at least was a plan and Biden finally after 90 plus days decided okay I'm going to negotiate. And what came out of this as a compromise quote unquote I'm thinking uh, who compromised and who bent over and grabbed the ankles here? Certainly didn't seem like the, uh, the Democrats did. And frankly, I'm a little concerned thinking about this because did McCarthy and his negotiating team set this up for failure? Because if the House Freedom Caucus as a voting block holds together and they have 45 members, that is pretty substantial. And if all of them say no to the bill, which they really need to, and the Democrats are just going to be looking, oh, yes, 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 because they've essentially are getting their marching orders from the White House, frankly, to just say, hey, you know, and of course they'll go on CNN, MSLSD, and the usual media suspects and, you know, try to somehow begrudgingly, you know, with their fake tears and everything else they like to do, saying that, oh, we, we did this, and, well, okay, we had to compromise, and, you know, and they're probably partying like crazy, like it's 1999 or something. I don't know. But, seriously? Where are the real reductions? Because the way they structured this deal... They've now thrown a monkey wrench to the House appropriators who are going to be working this summer. And no, you're not going to get it. I really don't think you're going to get it. Because McCarthy is crafty enough to come up with something that will absolutely screw up everything. And there are those, there are some who believe, uh, like Andy Biggs, and uh, he's part of the Freedom Caucus. Yeah, he's, he, I, I mean, he seems to have been right on so much of this. And when the appropriations process comes to a head, I mean, sure, they can have regular order like they've always had. You know, you've got 12 or 13 separate appropriations bills. But somehow, and, and and I tend to agree with this, that some are even thinking that there's going to be some type of continuing resolution instead of regular order to get control, get control of spending. I thought, oh man, that's going to be real fun. 
And of course, let's not completely take off the table some kind of omnibus bill. I mean, they did it in the Senate uh, with Mitch McConnell's help and eight and 17 other supposed Republicans uh, who voted for it just before the House got its Republican majority and made life just an absolute hell for you, the hardworking people of the country. So I'm thinking to myself, all right, here, I don't know what the end game is. I don't know what McCarthy and his negotiating team was thinking, but it sucks, <laughs> whatever it is. It's not going to help the American people. It's not going to get spending under control. It's going to add more to the debt, and the twisted agenda of the Democrats is going to get through from now until probably past the end of next year's presidential election. So, yeah, this is going to, 2024 is just going to be a whole lot of fun because I want to see uh, which intelligence or law enforcement agency, uh, be it the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, or combination thereof, are really going to throw a monkey wrench into this and try to steal the election and give Biden four more years or whoever, whatever Democrat happens to get through, because I doubt at this rate, Biden's not going to make it. But that's just me. But if he does by some miracle and they get him the right cocktail of medication, pretty much kiss it goodbye, folks. Kiss the country goodbye. If these intelligence agencies uh, happen to get their way this this time, because they are going to try. They are definitely going to try. It's just a matter of will they succeed? And that is the $64,000 question. However, speaking of uh, intelligence agencies and law enforcement, uh, this story uh, you might have heard, uh, this is from justthenews.com. Uh, the FBI form is formally being uh, told by Congress you will have you will be held in contempt of Congress because Christopher Ray, as smarmy and snarky as he is, essentially told House the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer, go pound sand. We're not giving you a thing, so deal with it. We can't be stopped, and there's nothing you're going to do about it. Okay. Uh, that's essentially what he said, even though it was a nice diplomatic language. But Christopher Ray told Congress, uh, go suck on this. So, okay. This is going to be real fun. I mean, is it any surprise that Marjorie Taylor Greene, the fabulous MTG, had her impeachment week, and one of the first people that she went after was FBI Director Ray, because he's a jerk. He's a liar, a spawn of Satan, and will use all of his powers granted to him to make the lives of people who stand up against him and the Bureau, they'll make them hell. I mean, good grief, you should, 
anybody hear the testimony last week of the three FBI whistleblowers and what the FBI has done to them? Essentially making their lives hell, not being able to find other work, to feed their families, to keep a roof over their heads. All because they decided to not get with Christopher Ray's program. Yuck. The man is absolutely... Every time I listen to Christopher Ray, I swear I just want to upend a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. The man sickens me to my stomach. And he thinks just because he has his position that nobody can touch him. Well, this is why I'm praying very hard for Donald Trump to get back into the White House because I'll guarantee to you that will scare the living crap out of so many people in Washington. The rats are going to be looking for the nearest exit because Trump knows where they are. They know He knows who they are. He might not all know them all by name, but he knows. And so now for the FBI to tell Congress, which has oversight authority and the oversight committee in particular does have jurisdiction over the FBI. So I don't know what the problem, I, well, I, I do know what the problem is, but Christopher Ray, you know, is going to essentially be in a fight with the, the, with the oversight committee and Congressman Comer uh, because that document, that FD 1039, is unclassified. I mean, the only way you can't get it is if somehow it does become classified. But that's kind of the last sort of, the last refuge of a coward. You know, oh, I'm sorry, it's classified. And it can't be declassified unless the president says so. And we know that's not going to happen. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens because the vote on this quote-unquote compromise is supposed to take place tomorrow. And it's going to be interesting to see how many Republicans actually vote no on the bill. But the problem is, if they are going to do that, again, just a simple reminder, this means all the Democrats have to do is say yes, and the bill passes. And I swear, it just has that feeling that McCarthy has gone back to his slimy swamp ways, and this is nothing more than business as usual, swamp business as usual, and just basically spend ourselves into oblivion. And he's going to be, oh, he, he will be blamed for it, but, and as far as Biden goes, please spare me. I mean, the man can't even remember where he is half the time. So this is going to be interesting to see what happens to this when it goes up for an actual vote. But, uh, what can you do? I mean, hey, we've, we're pretty much into summer. Uh, Memorial Day has come and gone. And, well, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to really see what McCarthy is made of and 
will he essentially have compromised his way into a vacate, a motion to vacate vote? Well, we, as time will tell. As my granddad taught me, time is the great determiner of many things, and this is just simply one of them. But my friends, I'm going to simply call it a day on this special edition. Uh, we are right here in beautiful uh, South Florida, around Fort Lauderdale. Uh, spent part of the day in Hollywood, Florida. Uh, I put some of those pictures on all of our social media pages. And if you still want to uh, send us any kind of question, comment, shout out, what have you, just simply email us in blackandwrite at gmail.com or if you want to just simply go to inblackandwrite.net and you will be able to find the entire bill. Uh, it's in its, its full text. It's 99 pages, so it might get a little dull and tedious in spots. But this is supposedly the great compromise that Kevin McCarthy came up with. And if it's anything like the House Freedom Caucus says, get ready, folks. Just get ready. Because it's going to be a real ugly summer. Even more than it is now. Inflation is still there. Spending is still going to be out of control. More money is going to be added to the debt. We're almost pushing $32 trillion now. Eh. But, like I said, huh, let's see what happens with the vote and see who really comes out the winner on this. But I have the strange suspicion that it's going to be uh, Biden and the Democrats. So, huh, who knows? But folks, have yourself a great time. We're going to be here tomorrow and Thursday from down here near Fort Lauderdale. Uh, have yourself a great rest of your week. Enjoy the shorter work week. Uh, well, if you actually get one, because I know I don't. <laughs> so anyway, folks, I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Have yourself a great rest of the week. And always remember that patriots still come in all colors. God bless. <laughs>